as black women, as black princesses, sometimes we're hesitant with white men because we question, is he really into us? Does he like us? Or are we some type of fetish? Are we on his sexual bucket list? Hey, you're listening to The Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. And this podcast is for all the princess hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess Hoes. And homies, it's Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast. Make sure you follow me on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or just show me some love on any of the podcasting streaming platforms. So today's episode is called Nutella Booty. And we're talking about how to catch a black princess hoe. So I have a question from one of the fellas, one of the pursuers, Sweet Pasta. Hey, I am a white guy and think black women are the most beautiful women on the planet. Thank you. Thank you very much. I want a black princess hoe, but I am a little intimidated to approach one. What should I say or do? This is a really great question. You know, my first love was Justin Timberlake. You know, I grew up on Disney. It's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. So you definitely want a black princess hoe because we want y'all back. (laughs) So first things first, do not under any circumstances ask. Are you into white guys? I find it super irritating, super offensive because you wouldn't ask a white woman, a white princess. So are you into white guys? Black women are that we're women. So approach us like you would any other woman. I highly encourage you to be direct because black women, black princesses like myself, we're used to assertive black men. Sometimes black men who are super salacious, you know, sexually, hypersexualize us is not I'm not proud of it but it's just what what you experience and what you get used to when you grow up in like low-income areas you grow up in a hood you know I'll never forget one time when I was at a bar with some co-workers celebrating a birthday and there was this random white guy he came up to me and he showed me his t-shirt he had that famous chef with the spiked hair on his shirt and I was confused because I didn't know who the chef was I really didn't watch tv like that once he left my coworker was like, hey, he was trying to holler at you, and it completely went over my head. So when you're trying to pursue a black princess, so start a conversation, ask for her number, make it known that you want to go on a date, that you find her attractive. Don't be too platonic. Don't be too friendly. And then lastly, be yourself. A nice man is a nice man, and that's what we care about as black princesses, who's going to show us that we're worth the effort and worth the pursuit. This actually makes me think of my personal experiences with dealing with a white fellow, a white pursuer. Uh, but before we jump into the episode, you know, we got to do the word of the day. So today's word is cosmopolitan. According to Google, cosmopolitan means having an exciting and a glamorous character associated with travel and a mixture of cultures. And the reason I chose this word is because the individual I'm about to describe, he was a pure cosmopolitan, well-traveled all around the world, knew multiple languages, really sophisticated. So we're going to call him Bonjour because he was from France. 
So Bonjour and I met at Publix. That's a popular store down here in South Florida. And I remember it was a Monday evening. I just left Bible study and I was craving some Nutella and some of that quinoa salad with the cranberries they always have. And I was in a rush because it was past nine o'clock and the Publix was about to close. So I'm power walking through the store with looking really sexy, really nice. I got this long black floral dress with a high slit. You know, it's hugging my body, showing off the shape and my figure. And I run into Bonjour. And Bonjour, his eyes got super big when he saw me. So we walked down the same aisle and then we started a conversation. And then I noticed his accent and I asked, hey, where are you from? He said, France. And as we're talking to each other, I'm staring into those big, beautiful blue eyes of his. And I realized the food that I want from Publix is not there, and I have to hurry up and go to another Publix. So having a sales background, I quickly asked for his number, and we text each other. And then two days later, we meet up for a date. And because I didn't feel like spending my own money on gas or parking, and I was staying up in Hollandale, up in Broward, I was like, um, can you send me an Uber? He gladly did. So I got super cute. I wore this suit, this the see-through floral button-up, these tight black pants, you know, showed off my hips, hugging the booty, and these black patent leather heels. So the Uber comes, and it's a 40-minute ride to Brickell. And for those of you who don't know, in Miami, Brickell is the fancy downtown area with all the lights, all the sparkle, all the money. So me and Bajor, we finally meet. And he's super enthusiastic, super excited to see me. So Bonjour and I, we get a table at a rooftop restaurant and we order some appetizers. And as we're waiting for our food, the conversation is so amazing. We talk about France, travel. He taught me a few words in French. We talked about life in Miami. And we even talked about family. I saw on his phone he had a picture of his kids. And they were so beautiful. Just the golden brown skin, the dark curly hair. And he was just a good father. Like He was just talking about how he trusts his kids and how he wants to help them become more independent. It was just amazing conversation and throughout the conversation throughout the date he was just gassing me up he was like you're so beautiful I love your facial expressions I love how you view life and how you see the world and I was just like sir (laughs) don't don't be gassing me up I'm already arrogant enough so the food finally came and what I love about interacting with men from different countries different cultures is that they love sharing food so we're feeding one another We're giving each other bite after bite. And it's just super sensual, super intimate. And then dessert finally came. You know, Sweet Pasta got a super big sweet tooth. And we're feeding each other chocolate cake and some vanilla ice cream. It's just so romantic. And then toward the end of the date, I I got a little nervous. So the topic of sex came up. And I always get tense when discussing sex with a man I just met when I want something ongoing with him, when I want something substantial. I feel like I have to choose between being respected or sexual fun. Like, I can't have both at the same time. And as soon as I talk about sex, I feel like I disqualify myself from being respected by him, from him treating me nice. So we started talking about the taboo of sex in America. And Bonjour said how he thinks Americans are weird when it comes to sex, like how Porn is such a big deal here and how American women seem so confused about sex and love. He said in Europe, 
women are seen as equal. They own their sexuality. Casual sex is not uncommon. It's not abnormal. And I had to explain to him the concept of slut shaming, how there are many American women who feel hesitant, who feel insecure when it comes to their sexuality because the fear of being judged by people, you know, shame of being pregnant or shame of having sex outside the marriage. Like a lot of people still put weight on body count. You know, they, you get divided, you know, someone you bring home to mama, someone you just have fun with for the night. And then as we're talking to each other, because Bonjour is super affectionate, I don't know if that is his love language or if that's the European in him, but he kissed me on the cheek and I felt in that moment that I was compromising my power. I felt a little uncomfortable and I just, I just went along with it, along with the conversation. And then toward the end of the dinner, he paid for the meal, you know, perfect gentleman. And then he walks me to his car so we can wait for my Uber. And he opened the passenger side for me to sit down. And I asked for him to sit in front of me outside of the car because throughout the date, you know, he was touchy-feely, kissed me on the cheek. And I didn't want him sitting in a car because I didn't want to tempt him to touch me. I'm not into teasing. And my logic is when it comes to a man and wanting me to get my freak on, he will know. Like, I'm not into getting men excited for no reason. And then Bonjour was like, no, it's too hot outside. It's too hot to stand outside the car. I am an adult. I can control myself. And then after he said that, I felt kind of tiny. And I was slightly triggered because when I hear anger or an attitude in a man's voice, um, I get kind of small and a little insecure because of past trauma, past negative sexual experiences. So the Uber finally came and I went home. And outside of the ending of the date, you know, the whole Uber car situation, um, I overall enjoyed the date. I felt really special being in Brickell in a fancy area, having an Uber pay for me, and just really noticed that Bonjour was a very kind and generous man. So what can we learn from this? First things first to all my princessos, pride, the first P of princess Otivity. Take pride in who you are and how you look. The reason I caught Bonjour's attention is because I had this nice dress on, black, hugging a body, high slit. It's a dress that usually gets me in trouble, gets me the most attention. And this is an accomplishment for Sweet Pasta because I've been putting in intentional effort to take pride in my appearance, to show the world that I love myself. So Princess O's, find those outfits that, you know, that shows off the poo pow, you know, shows off the poke out. You ain't got to show a lot of skin, you know, be comfortable, but wear those clothes that make you look and feel good if you want to catch your pursuer's attention. Secondly, thinking of the third P of Princess O'tivity, patience. It has been a long journey. You know, I was formerly a verbally, in a verbally abusive relationship, and now over time I've been improving the quality of men that entertain, that I spend time with. And understand when it comes to princess hotivity, that princess treatment has to be an upgrade. A pursuer's job is to improve the quality of your life. You know, I'm so grateful for Brojour for taking me to a nice restaurant in Brickell. You know, it's just so classy, so sophisticated. And then lastly, princess hosts, don't allow your sexual experiences to define you. Some people will treat you like a sexual object and sexualize you. Some people will respect you, focus on your character and your personality. You know, when Bonjour and I, we started the conversation talking about sex, I had to trust myself to engage in the conversation. I couldn't let my past sexual experiences define my current life or my future. You know, in the event 
that bonjour only want to talk about sex, I was ready to move on. Like I had to use my past experiences not to make me bitter, but to use wisdom and make different decisions in my my current moment. And something I'm working on also is understanding that there are good men out there and sex is a part of life. It's a part of the human experience. And to not villainize every man who wants to engage in sexual conversation with me. Now, it just comes with a matter of paying attention, observing patterns. Like a man's going to show you who he is. A pursuer is going to show you who he is. If he's only focused on sex, no, cut him off. Uh uh-uh. But if y'all talk about a variety of different topics like me and Bonjour did, then, you know, we can move forward. It's not so bad. So to my fellas, my pursuers, First things first, princess hoes want effort. We want to go out. We want to be shown off. We're not looking for pen pals. And as princess hoes, we not all of us want marriage and love, but we don't want just random hookups, casual sex. We want that effort. We want that touch, that sensuality. You know, I really respect Bonjour because he took me out within 48 hours of meeting. We were taking the time to talk to each other, get to know one another, have good conversation not just that boring 21 question, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite food? And I just enjoyed being so close to him and feeding each other. That just, that gentle touch with him. It was, it was really nice. And then secondly, to all the pursuers who are not black, especially the white ones, understand American history. You know, as black women, as black princesses, sometimes we're hesitant with white men. Because we question, is he really into us? Does he like us? Or are we some type of fetish? Are we on his sexual bucket list? You know, if you're curious about what I'm talking about, look up the phrase jungle booty. You know, some black women, some black princess hoes, we we understand that there are white men who fetishize us because of our bodies, of how we look. You know, there's just so many myths and stereotypes that come with having sex with a black woman. I'll never forget when I was 18 years old, I met this man online, and he was saying, oh, I love black women, I love black women. But he was married to a white woman, his kids were white, and we never met in person, and it felt like an online interracial flame. Like he was, I was just some sort of experiment. One thing I respected about Bonjour was that I saw a picture of his kids, and they were mixed. You can clearly tell they were half black. And he even said his wife, his former wife, excuse me, was West Indian. So I knew he wasn't new to this. He was true to this. So if you want to make your black princess hoe feel comfortable and you want to ensure her that you like her for her and she's not some sort of fetish, make sure you do activities outside in public. Show her off. Don't just exclude her to the bedroom. Well, that's my podcast. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to listen. Make sure y'all follow and subscribe to all my social medias. TikTok, Sweet Sweet Pasta, Instagram, Super Sweet Pasta, and Twitter, Sweet Pasta 1000, because I don't keep it 100, I keep it 1000. And to all my princess hoes, remember that you're worth the effort and you're worth the pursuit. And if no one else loves you, Sweet Pasta does. Okay, I gotta go. Bye!